This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. On our bonus episode this week, I talked a bit about surrendering anxiety and I gave you a journal method on how you can shift your focus beyond the pressure and the stresses of business and goals. So today I want to go a little bit deeper into that. When I was on maternity leave and preparing to come back to work, I remember sitting down with God and Usually when I have my quiet time with God, the first thing I do is just write down some of the prayer points or questions that are top of mind from the last time I had my time with God. So it may be something that popped up in my spirit. It may be something someone had texted me and asked me to pray about. I really just put it all on the page and allow that to be essentially my guide for the time that I'm spending with God. And so something that had been heavy on my mind at that time was, what does it really look like to be dependent? So y'all know I've been reading the book or I read the book, The Spirit-Filled Life by Charles Stanley. And I've talked about it on this podcast a lot. So after completing that book, I'm like, okay, God, I get it. I understand. I want to live the Spirit-Filled Life. But what does that actually look like on a day-to-day? Because it has to be practical for me to live it out. Like I understand the concept. Uh, He gave a lot of great tips and things to do. Um, and use in the day to day, but I it, I still needed God to just show me and give me a visual of what the day to day looked like. Because if I'm being honest, as I was preparing to come back to work, I was also in a space where I I was just unsure of what business was going to look like for me. Because I was in this weird spot where On one end, God has shown me such amazing things as it relates to my business and what he's going to do through Anchored Media, what he's going to do through me. He's shown me such amazing things. And in addition to that, I'm someone who dreams big. I will dream small. 
So with the amazing things that God has shown me, with the amazing dreams that I have and how big they are, to be honest with you guys, I'm looking at my plate and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to, especially now that my son is in school, I don't know how I'm going to be present and active at his school because I, I want, that's a desire of my heart as well. I want to be present and hands-on in my children's lives. I don't know how I'm going to do that and also build this empire that I know I'm called to build and that I want to build because my version of work is grind. Right. I've talked on the show for years about always having to tame my inner hustler. And I've spent all of my 20s with this crazy work ethic of building, building, working, getting degrees, starting businesses, growing those businesses, growing brands, achieving success. It's a pace that goes with that. And actually, let me phrase that correctly. There is a pace that I have adopted that has led to that success. To the point where I don't know how to achieve the next level success without that type of pace. And with that in mind, I'm not willing to sacrifice what would have to be sacrificed in order to keep that pace. Because what will happen is I will end up in grind mode and neglecting my family. I will end up in grind mode and neglecting myself. So with all of these things in mind, I was in just a a funny space with God. And it led me to doubt if what he has shown me is even possible. Can I I just be that honest with y'all? Have you guys ever been in a space to where God is showing you one thing, your circumstances are showing you something else, and it is so unfathomable what he's calling you to that you start to doubt it a little bit? Like, am I by myself here? And so as I went to God with my humanity... I was like, God, you're going to have to show me because I'm reading this book. I I want to live a spirit-filled life. I want to be totally dependent on you, but this is the reality of how I feel. So show me how to be so dependent on you that I'm moving past my humanity and, and making sure that I'm in alignment with you. Because the way that my flesh is set up, the way that this anxiety is set up, I am stressed <laughs> by thinking about how this is going to happen. And so what God did was he took me to Matthew 6, 22 through 23. And in this particular passage, this is Jesus teaching about money. So it says, your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. My study Bible elaborates by saying this, spiritual vision is our capacity to see clearly what God wants us to do and to see the world from his point of view. But this spiritual insight can easily be clouded. Self-serving desires, interests, and goals block that vision. Serving God is the best way to restore it. A healthy eye is one that is fixed on God. I asked you in the bonus episode, especially if you downloaded my replay of my session in the society, I asked, what are you anxious about? And today I want to ask you, what are you focused on? Because I promise you that that anxiety, that worry that you may be feeling, it's a symptom of being focused on the wrong thing. 
I was talking to a friend recently and she was talking about how she felt distant from God because she's in like this limbo essentially of God showed me this thing. I'm still waiting on it. I, I could feel it. I could taste it. I could see it, but he hasn't released it to me yet. And that's just a frustrating space to be in, right? And so what I told her was, why is it that this dissatisfaction or a lack of contentment with where you are right now is causing you to feel distant from God? May I propose the question of, have has your relationship reached the point to where in order for you to feel closeness with God, that that means that he has to be giving you what you want when you want it? how you want it. And she took it in for a second and was like, that's something that I need to face. And that's something that I have to face. And I had to face as I was in my quiet time and God took me to Matthew six, where I had to look myself in the face to say, why is it that I need to wrap my head around God's will in order for me to be comfortable? The supernatural is not something that I can wrap my head around. I'm never going to be able to do it. So essentially I'm sending myself on a dummy mission for lack of a, a better phrase for trying to fathom the unfathomable. God was showing me that I was focused on the wrong thing. For some of you guys, God is showing you that you are focused on the wrong thing. When I was studying this, I went to the blue letter Bible to get a deeper understanding And what it said was, as it relates to verse 22 through 23, it says, you have to be single-minded, focusing only on the kingdom of God and his righteousness, knowing that all material things will be added to us. When you are double-minded, it is if your whole body is full of darkness. We know that scripture also tells us that that a double-minded man or woman is unstable in all their ways. So some of us are operating in a space of double-mindedness because we're not being single-minded by focusing only on God. And if we go to verse 24, it says, no one can serve two masters for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. My study Bible breaks it down by saying, Jesus says we can have only one master. We live in a materialistic society where many people serve money. They spend all their lives collecting and storing it only to die and leave it behind. Their desire for money and what it can buy far outweighs their commitment to God and spiritual matters. Whatever you store up, you will spend much of your time and energy thinking about. Don't fall into the materialistic trap because the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, according to 1 Timothy 6 and 10. Can you honestly say that God and not money is your master? And I love this part. It says one test is to ask yourself which one occupies more of your thoughts, time, and effort. So for those of you guys who may say, oh, I'm not double-minded, take a second and use this test. What occupies more of your thoughts? time and effort. Remember going back to the earlier verses, it says spiritual vision. And this is the commentary, not the actual scripture, but it says spiritual vision is our capacity to see clearly what God wants us to do and to see the world from his point of view. But this spiritual insight can easily be clouded. Self-serving desires, interests, and goals block that vision. Serving God is the best way to restore it. A healthy eye is one that is fixed on God. 
So you may say, no, I don't love money, but I would challenge you to ask yourself, is your eye fixed on God? What is occupying more of your thoughts, time, and effort? You can't tell me that you serve God and not money when most of your thoughts, time, and efforts are going into building your business, getting new clients, um, reaching more people, creating content, more than it's spent thinking about God, meditating on the word day and night, making sure that you're living righteously, repenting when you fall short, being sensitive to the uh, direction of the Holy Spirit. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to, I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users in 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. 
I have been using Claritin D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Where we spend that time and effort and energy is a direct indicator of where our values lie. And some of us, we like to over-spiritualize it. Well, I'm, this is God's business. I'm building God's business. But the second that you put that business before God, your business now becomes an idol. Now your business becomes more important than God. Now your business is your master. Whenever you get stressed out about whatever it is that you wrote down that says that that is bringing you anxiety, whenever you get stressed and worried about that thing, that thing becomes your master because now you're putting your energy, your thoughts, and your emotions into circumstances and not into the one that has already answered and provided a solution to the problems that you have. You're being bound by anxiousness versus experiencing the freedom that is given to us by the Prince of Peace. And when I was studying this, I wrote down in my prayer journal, I said, anytime you're obeying anything other than the Lord, that thing is now your master. To be loyal to one is to despise the other, as it says in Matthew 6, 24. How can you love a God that your actions say that you despise? And I like that the word despise is used because it's a level of severity that needs to be understood here because we can say that we love God, but again, our time, our effort, our energy goes into the accumulation of material things. Like, can we be real enough to admit that? And I wrote this down because God was putting a mirror up to my face. Like, listen, this stuff that you're coming to me about, it's how you feel. I hear you. I see you. However, and also it's irrelevant. And it is you focusing on something that simply does not need to be focused on. Focus on me. Focus on what I'm saying. Focus on what I'm doing. Focus on what I'm instructing you to do. Obey me. Don't obey your emotions to where you're spending your days stressed out and anxious and upset and and, um, depressed and all of these different things that I called you already to be free from. And so I, God put a mirror up to me and I'm putting it, turning it around to y'all because it's in this truth that we can repent and we can go back to following the true master, which is God, because this online business world will have us being slaves to everything, but the one true living God. And again, some people don't want to admit it. Because we're going to spiritualize the work that we do so much that we don't realize when it has become our idol. Or we want to talk about our intentions so much where, no, I just want to, I don't want money for myself. I want to be able to to bless people, but you're still focused on money. So that sounds good, 
But let's be real. Your time, your energy, and your focus is going to something other than God. Your vision is not single. You're double-minded, which again means that you're unstable in all of your ways. So if you've reached this point and you're like, you know what, Tatum? I hear you. I feel you. I have been focused on the wrong thing. I have been focused on success, my goals, my desires. Even though I want to do these things for God, I'm still focused on the things and not on him. I hear you. So if you're in that space, I want to share with you a framework that God downloaded to me. And so I went back to my original question, because remember when I wrote what I wrote down to talk to God about, we kind of got far away from that (laughs) where I was like, God, how do I be dependent on a day to day? He was like, well, actually, here's this mirror says you can't be dependent on something you ain't focused on. And so once we got my focus in check, then he gave me a framework that can be applied to make sure that my focus stays in check. And I want to give the same to you. So here's what I want you to do every single day to help fix your focus, because there's always opportunity to take your eyes off of God and put them in your circumstances. So I want you to do this first thing in the morning. These are five things that if done every day, I'm not saying that your focus ain't going to never get shifted anywhere else, but you're anchoring it first thing in the morning where it should be. So the first thing I want you to do is sing and soak. And what I mean by that is worship. Just put yourself in a place where you are praising God, where you are reminding yourself of what he's done. And then I I want you to just sit in that for however long you need to. My version of this looks like getting up before the house wakes up, sitting on the back patio with a cup of coffee. And I just listen to praise and worship music. We all have those songs that take us there, right? The song where it's going to bring you to tears every single time because it just takes you right back to a place or a situation where God just showed out. So I have those songs for me and I just sit and I listen to them. And usually I start tearing up. I look around at my surroundings, which is usually trees and Um, the birds chirping and squirrels running across the fence and that leashes or unleashes a new level of gratitude for me because I think about Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body or what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying at a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass on the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? 
For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And this is one of my favorite scriptures to sit in, because as I'm recollecting this in my head or sitting down and actually reading it, I'm looking at the grass that was mentioned. I'm looking at the flowers in the yard. I'm looking and hearing the birds chirping with joy on a day to day and this carefree nature. And I'm just sitting in that. And it just does something. So whatever sit and soak means for you, create that space of gratitude, that space where you can sit in the beauty and the magnificence of God, where you can remind your flesh about who he is and what he's done to where all of those problems and those things that may bring you stress and anxiety become smaller and smaller and smaller. And when you go about your day on the offense like that, it's much easier to claim your victory that you have over whatever the enemy tries to pull. So the next thing I want you to do after singing soak, the next part is surrendering. Because you may have woken up with something on your mind. And even after singing and soaking and praising the Lord, it may still be on your mind. And so at that point, you surrender it. So whatever it is that may be calling that double-mindedness, that may be impacting your focus, surrender that to God. And you can actually write this down in your prayer journal or whatever it is that you use to take notes or whatever, write it down. And then after that, study. So go to the word. In my uh, journaling method, I talked about principles and principles being the scriptures. So go and find and see what the word says about your situation. Then I want you to safeguard what you surrendered and what you studied. And what I mean by that is anything that brings you back into that double-minded space, create safeguards around it. So let's say you're trying to take your focus off of business and just constantly focus on God. Whoever that person is, is always asking you about business. Do not talk to them. That music that you're listening to, that activates something in you that puts you out of living righteously, cut it off. Only you know, and there's a level of self-awareness that has to happen here, but only you know what it is that keeps you in the space of not being focused on God. So whatever that may be, create safeguards around it so you don't fall back into old habits. And then after you do that, after you come up with what's going to keep you in this surrendered state, then I want you to be quiet. Silence is the last one. And just sit in that and let God speak. Something I like to do after I done prayed and ratata and all the things, I put my journal down. I say, speak, Lord, your humble servant is listening. And I just be quiet. And listen to hear what God has for me outside of whatever the parameters are that I may have created, but just hearing what he has to say. So a quick recap, these five things to fix your focus, do them every single day. You guys sing and soak, surrender, study, safeguard, silence. 
So that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I love you guys and I will talk to you next week.